man, it's that last, it's that last. Mm-hmm. Get you. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. It's Monday. I'm Scott Steen. He's Scott Reichel. You know our drill where I'm the lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. Scott, what do you do? I'm the senior handicapper. I pick games. There you go. There you yeah. go. Together, we make up a little show we call Heading Back to the Window. It is good to be here on Monday. And uh, yeah, we hope to uh, have everybody joining us here. We love interacting with all of the viewers. Scott, how'd your weekend go? Overall, went really well. If it went, if I'm excluding football, I was undefeated. Including football, it was a pretty good weekend. But yeah, it was not exactly good for me on the gridiron, but I won everything else. Uh, UFC was fantastic on Saturday night. Did well there and ended up winning the NBA play I had on Friday and on Sunday. So killed it everywhere else. Football, not so much. You horrible, know. horrible weekend. Uh, Nathan Cerna said uh, he uh, he shot the bed this weekend. Yeah, I had, there was a lot of bed shatting going on around my house as well. T-Train in the house. Michael B. is here. Uh, speaking of three or four legs, uh, would you hit, Michael? Would you hit three of the four parlay or four of the five leg? I can't remember. I know you. I know you were close to hit the big parlay. It was, a, it was a horrific weekend. Just just nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I think I hit one. Not even Presbyterian could help us out this week. Oh shit, Presbyterian! You know, and God, God, God bless Valparaiso for being up eighteen and going for two to get the cover. They didn't get it. And they and, and the Presbyterian ended up scoring another touchdown, but God they tried their hearts out. Well, they put up sixty five, right? They f- did not cover and scored a sixty five points. Right. <laughs> I don't know what more you could want, man. I mean, sixty five. You're covering that most times. That just didn't work out. But it's, we're we, trying to we're trying to be too fancy because we're like every game's gone over too. I think every game's gone over the total. Uh, I don't know about every game, but most. Uh, there might have been one or two one at the most that didn't go over the total so anyway we got one more week of presbyterian we're going to be on them or off of them i'm going to be against them the only question is am i going to also take the over i don't know yet but we'll figure it out we'll see what the line is let's put it that way but presbyterian actually covering kind of sums up the weekend yeah, it really does. It really does. It was it sums a, up the football weekend. I, I once again, I had a pretty solid weekend everywhere else, but the NF the NFL in college, oof. Greg, uh, Gr- uh, Greg, Granary, and if excuse me, I'm I'm apologizing in advance for almost ninety five percent sure I fucked up that name, but Greg says plow the nets tonight. Bulls are frauds, Scott. They're fraud. Uh, alternative line nets minus five. There you go uh zach vaughn says presbyterian missing was the perfect display of this week's weekend's football agreed you know and the the only saving grace i know a lot of us out there uh couldn't find presbyterian they'd taken it off the board in a lot of books some of other books put it up really really late so if you got up saturday morning looking i'm gonna make that presbyterian bet it most likely wasn't there so i know it was 19 i found the morning of and moved up to 21 so we did beat a two-point move there, but it just didn't matter. <laughs> right, right. David, Dave, the Dominators in the house. Dave, Dave, did you have a good weekend in college football, NFL? Because I know we didn't. Uh, Ke- uh, uh, Kedgy uh, MVP is here for the uh, hot takes. The NFL game should be fun. Oh, they sure as shit weren't yesterday, man. It was it was upset city, dude. Have you have you ever seen anything like that? It was definitely an experience and a half. But luckily for me, I actually went to a wedding. True, in the middle of Sunday. So I missed out on all of the late games, which were all terrible. Oh, Feels man. great. 
brutal just brutal yeah it was a it was it was no good i i hit like like i said i hit one do four and three i hit one out of seven um no two out of no no i i, I had a clean sweep on the on my college plays i went three out oh on my freebies and i went one and three on the premium side so that was like a not ideal day but it was a fantastic money maker compared to nfl as i went over five well, I see T-Train talking about St. John's playing against Mississippi Valley State tomorrow. You know where I'm going to go with that one, but St. John's with Anderson as the coach, they like the full court press. They might score 130. It should be a very interesting game because I root for St. John's. They're the local quote-unquote team for me. They full court press, expect a bunch of steals, a bunch of fast breaks, probably scoring 130. Brownsbacker summed it up for a lot of us yesterday. He said the Rams can't cover. No, no, the Rams can't cover. Cowboys they can't win. Cowboys couldn't. Cowboys couldn't get it done. Uh, Bills couldn't get it done. Chiefs, Packers. Apologies for anybody that was forced to watch that travesty of a football game. Jesus Christ! You made money because I know most people, including you, were on the Packers. I was. It was. I just needed. I just needed one goddamn drive, and we finally got it at the end of the game as the Packers were able to put together one scoring drive. Um, yeah, just bru- – oh, Saints blew it. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Just The Saints, the Saints one's tough because they had the Falcons right where they wanted them, down 18 in the fourth quarter. And then they came all the way back, and then you blow a coverage. Patterson, who was a mediocre player the most of his career besides a good kickoff returner, suddenly became the best offensive weapon on the team. And he had a huge catch down the side one, and Young Wei Koo's a very solid kicker. So kind of the same thing that happened in the Dolphins game that they won. But Falcons, you might want to look into some live bets because when they're up double digits, you can take the other team plus the points, and you're usually going to get a decent number. Yep, Dominator said he had a couple of unders with the Packers and the the Bills game. (laughs) Yeah, those are a couple pretty easy wins right there. Uh, J.R. Black said great call on Green Bay in the under. Yep, that was – one of the one of the few we got right. I I love Green Bay in that spot. So mm. they were the they were the front end of my of my uh, of my teaser. That Green Bay defense though, without Jager Alexander, solid unit. Uh, good linebacking crew. Good yeah. line. I got my I got uh defensive backfields kind of hit or miss, but linebackers did a great job yesterday. All I know is for the plays that I had. Uh, don't even, I can't I can't even talk about those Broncos. Don't even fucking get me started. for the plays that I had that I actually gave out on either college or the NFL, the one play I had was the under in the Niners and Cardinals game. Beat a good line. Unfortunately, Colt McCoy scored 31 points in about the first three quarters. And then garbage time ended up burning me by a field goal. So I lost by three. But after everything on the card, I feel like either, I think we killed the totals because I'm pretty sure we were all over the unders in like most games this week. Right, right. So I think we did decently from the overall slate perspective. But let's just say I, I chose a basketball play today. Teddy Covers. That's an outstanding nickname for Denver. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Hey, let's find out who else. Let's spread some misery around, Scott. Let's find out who else had a bad weekend. Who had, unlike unlike me, who my plays lost early and often, let's find out who had uh, defeat snatched from the jaws of victory. We kick it off with the Monday edition of Call of Those Caps. All right, Scooter, let's uh, let's take a look at the college football ranks, as we often do. Oregon State, Colorado, if you had under 55 and a half, there were 51 points with five seconds left. That's uh, that, that should be good, right? You got you, you get the ball at the 47 or the 43-yard line. 
Oregon State lining up for a 60-yarder. They're college kids. They're not going to make a 60. Oh, shit, there it goes. Game goes into overtime. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya as we head to overtime at 54. As you might suspect, it didn't end well for your under 55 and a half. Call the cops. A 60-yard field goal in college? What I'm saying. I didn't. I wasn't aware that Oregon State had one of the best kickers in the country. But anyway, Beaver leg, Beaver yeah, leg, Beaver buddy. leg. But looking at the other college football game, if you had Mississippi State and Arkansas under fifty three and a half, you had thirty points going into the fourth quarter, so you're in good shape. Forty five points with less than three minutes left, which is not fully as good as it was going into the fourth quarter, but you're still in good shape. Take one score. Come on. Can I interest you in 15 points in the oh. final two minutes and 22 seconds? Don't do that. Game landed 59. Don't do that, Mike. That's not good. Oh, all right. Well, how about the uh... – oh, let's throw in a little NBA here. Well, sure, why not, Scott? If you had the Hawks plus three and a half against the Suns on Saturday, it led by 12 points at the end of three quarters. I think I've seen how this movie ends. They're outscored 35-19 in the fourth quarter. That's right, 19 points in the fourth quarter. Hawks end up losing by four, missing that by half a point. If you had the Hawks plus three and a half, uh, I'm so sorry. Call the cops. I was trying to think of other bad beats to share in football besides the one I'm about to because a lot of the games were just awful to watch. But I don't think there was really many point spread hijinxes, were there? I feel like most of the games were just blowouts from start to finish. Yeah. No, there wasn't any – there wasn't a lot of – steals at the last minute it was i was able to turn those games off early uh greg asking about playing the 76ers tonight uh, or playing the knicks against no, the no he's asking if there's anybody playing on the sixers we might we might get to that game greg we, 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 we might we might talk about that one uh, anyway go, going into my the only call the cops one that i found in the nfl if you had the falcons and the saints under 43 and a half you added 20 points going into the third quarter with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Oh, going against, into the fourth quarter, right? After three quarters, sorry. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter, sorry. Trevor Simeon against Matt Ryan. Can I interest you in 32 points in the fourth quarter alone? Game landed 52. That game exploded. Yeah. Went nuts. Went nuts. Nuts. Uh, Michael B said the Bucks were minus five. We're up 23, lose by 20. That was psycho. That was on Friday night. I couldn't really include that as a call to cops because they fell apart in the first half. I think they were up like three at halftime. Mm-hmm. It was really just a bizarre game. JC Stone talking about the Army Air Force under the pucker time. <laughs> no yep. shit. They head to overtime. Oh, you just, you, you like, I've seen this movie before. I've got a fantastic bet. I've got a fantastic read on this game and I'm going to get my ass kicked. But well, you no. think you're dead when they fumble the ball into the end zone. The offensive lineman recovers it for a touchdown. That was it, buddy. I'm like, oh, there's exactly what I needed. I needed the fumble on fourth down. Yep. Nope. That's not at all what happened. So uh, it worked out okay, though, as uh, as they were able to shut down Air Force there and keep them from scoring. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about the other side, Scott. I know there were some I know there are some winners out there. It wasn't all bad news for everybody. Maybe this is you. Let's find out who was sitting in the rocket chair. So the first one, if you had Presbyterian and Valpo over <laughs> 76 and a half, 66 points at halftime, game ended 65 to 55. Mm, seemed like there might have been an opportunity to make money there. Um, there might have been. Uh, I know that we were talking about 
the interception to end the first half where the guy got tackled in inside the 10 yard line, which would have been a nice couple of points there. But yeah. And we told, we told you, we knew this was going to end it. They always do. They're always, you always seven out Scott, no matter how many, no matter how many numbers you throw, the seven's always coming. And... But that's the beauty of the, of the limits when it comes to books, limiting your action on FCS, because if you just bet the limit every single week, you'd still be up about six Presbyterian games. Yeah. No kidding. And beat us COVID. Is that, is that true? He was put in protocol. Oh, there you go. All right. Hey, if you had the Badgers plus 13 and a half, as we did minus 13, uh, minus 13 and a half. Yeah. That was a, uh, that was a premium for us Uh, against Rutgers. Easy win. 31, three, they were up at halftime. They cruised. They put up 21 more in the second half. Rutgers put up Bubkis in the second half. They cruised 52, three. If you had the Badgers. Yeah. You were in the rocking chair. And looking at the NFL, if you had the Titans plus seven and a half on Sunday night football, it was really never in doubt because the Titans defense outscored the Rams offense in the first half, led it 21 to, uh, to three at halftime, won the game by 12. Shout out to Adrian Peterson for scoring a rushing touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee didn't need Henry. Uh, he didn't need him last night. Yeah. They couldn't run the ball at all. The issue was that Stafford couldn't throw the ball for the entire first well, half in effect he threw two pick sixes basically because one was tackled on, inside the five right right on back-to-back passes he threw one interception that was intercepted at the 10 that they didn't score on and then he threw the side the, the out pattern that was intercepted they were gifted 14 free points yeah. so that factors in yep uh nathan Cerner said he's excited for college basketball with all the football corruption uh i don't know about this corruption it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a plot to separate me from my money that's... i appreciate the shit show that is college basketball and i will look forward to making money on it <laughs> absolutely and if you had the packers chiefs under 48 yeah we touched on that one earlier 13 points at halftime uh they didn't score many more as that one ended up 13 7 i got a nice live play because when the when the when the chiefs scored and then the uh the packers were driving that number went up and uh yeah i was able to hit a nice set uh, in game on the under there but that was that one was never in doubt what an ugly football game my god I didn't watch it, thankfully. Uh, I, fe- I felt like the guy from Clockwork Orange where my eyelids were just fucking propped open. As That's I'm- weird. I was imagining Big Ten football. <laughs> Can I interest you in Wisconsin Northwestern, perhaps? It's like you're looking through. It's like Green Bay, Kansas City, Minnesota, Illinois. I can't see the difference. They're the same <laughs> game. <laughs> no kidding. All right, this is a good one, Scott. Let's find out who's wearing the golden sombrero. God damn. Speaking of college basketball. We got one for you, buddy. Who's the Monday version of Donkey of the Day? Who's strapping on the feedback, buddy? So, since college basketball starts tomorrow, we're going to talk about college basketball because Pittsburgh Panthers shooting guard, Ethel Horton, who was a pretty solid contributor on last year's team, got arrested over the weekend for allegedly assaulting a police officer with his cell phone early Saturday morning. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Correct. To make matters worse, he ran away from the police, and he, is worth mentioning, got caught, which is why he got arrested. Pittsburgh season starts tomorrow. Well done. You picked a hell of a weekend to get drunk and yell at a police officer. Oh, man. Uh, the underman says, I thought Henry was 50% of the Titans. I thought he was more than that. And for Browns backer, yes, the Browns looked really good. Maybe it's the Odell 
factor where he's not there and now Baker looks amazing again. Addition by subtraction, my friend. Yep. So what is, is Horton, any word what they're going to do with him? Are they going to suspend him for a couple of games? Is he going to get kicked off the team? Well, that's the real, that's the real bad beat of the story because according to the schedule, you know, Pittsburgh plays in the first game of the season. Uh, is it the police Academy? They play the Citadel. Oh, I don't know if I can take the over when one of when one of their quality players is uh you know not potentially going to play, but yeah, the weekend before you start the college basketball season, you get arrested. Great question, Brownsbacker. According to the report, he assaulted him with a cell phone. I don't know how you do that, but that's what I saw in the report. But just the timing of it all is really bad. We could have given it to Arnett as well from the Raiders for bragging on TikTok about the guns he has and how he was threatening people. Raiders cut him today, by the way. Oh. So a couple of really dumb altercations with police or just law enforcement over the weekend. Show the cop pictures of his wife naked. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got any pictures of your wife naked? No. You want to buy some? Well, that reminds me of uh, of uh, Naked Gun, where he reaches into his pocket, but it's accidentally his uh, partner's. He's got a picture of your wife, and then he just punches him in the face. <laughs> I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, the Zucker brothers. Good guys. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, we could have we could have definitely spread the love around on this one. There was a lot of candidates, but we've narrowed it down to one. Uh, Scott, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm a little mad, but I'm really, really disappointed. All right, man. Well, we talked about it briefly. Buffalo Bills. Best team in the NFL, Super Bowl bound. No one can beat them. They're the kings of the AFC. No question about it. Just hand them the title now. We just need to head to Jacksonville, take care of business, and then we get wrong with the rest of our season. Oh, wait a minute. They went down to Jacksonville, and what, Scott? They shit the bed. I haven't seen a worse performance in Jacksonville since Leonard Skinner. My God. Six points, no touchdowns. They lost outright as a 14-point favorite. I can't even begin to tell you the things that went wrong in that game. Uh, I guess the defense looked okay. So there's that Uh, awful, awful performance by the bills. Um, I don't know if that was the most disappointing performance or the Cowboys were. it's really close. I guess you'd have to give it to the bills because they played a shittier team. They played a crappier team and they didn't score a touchdown. The Cowboys had a couple garbage time touchdowns, but you have a little bit of a Dak is less than 100% blah, blah, blah built in there, Whatever. which you can't really use. But Josh Allen was completely healthy. He just was awful. Freebird. And the defensive Josh Allen owned the offensive Josh Allen. Yeah, it was. It was the, yeah, Josh Allen definitely had a great game. It he was. did. He had a sack, an interception. a fall, like he, he did everything. In that yeah. Game. Yeah. Uh, no, he don't sell popcorn. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Josh Allen. Not the one you suspected, though. Not the one that was on your fantasy team. That Josh Allen had a horrible day. Well, T-Train's mentioning that the Patriots are just one game back of the Bills. We mentioned on the show, on the NFL show, Patriots to make the playoffs. About plus 130. Yep. We we were on it. Yep. They won because, of course, they ended up winning. They played against Sam Darnold. But that Patriots team doesn't beat themselves, and they start to kind of figure it out. Uh, somebody's talking about your Pelicans pick. <laughs> Well, all I know is I got it early. If yep. the line did move, it's probably because um, Brandon Ingram might not play, but I still see eight and a half. So, Nathan, you talk about buying two points? Because I got eight and a half at even for my play today. So you're behind the line move? No, I didn't see any line move. That's the point. 
Unless he's talking about getting an alternative, because I still see eight and a half. Yeah, both both one and seven teams went out right. No shit. Ugh. Bad. Is, is, any survivors left out there? Some. Uh, the truth t- is, if I was still alive in Survivor, I wouldn't have been impacted by this week because I probably would have taken the Chiefs, as stupid as that sounds. Right. Well, there you have it, folks. It's, it's, it's the dumbest statement you're going to hear all day. But if I was still alive in Survivor, I wouldn't have lost yesterday. Okay. Because I, I, I used the Bills already. I used the <laughs> Cowboys already. I would have used all the teams that, that that's, completely choked. Yeah, that's the only people that are still alive. That, that You used those teams early. But, man, if you didn't have the Bills versus Jags circled. I'm assuming that you were going to use the Bills against the Texans, though. Oh, that was – yeah, that was so – that's, that's when I used the Bills. So, that's, that's the point. So, I, I think that the people who survived probably had the Chiefs. And no. that's only because you're going to dare Jordan Love to beat you. Yeah, not good, not good at all. I guess you saw the, uh, you could. I guess you could have. They see people were blaming the Chiefs. Did you see the tickets that Jordan Love's girlfriend and mom had? Yeah, I'm not blaming the Chiefs. I'm blaming the Green Bay organization for not buying them tickets. What about Jordan Love? He's made what is it? He's made what eight million dollars in two years? So, yeah, he's a first round pick. He does have some contracts. I, I can tell you because I, I I price these tickets. You could you could have said fifty yard line first ten rows for six hundred bucks a piece. So for so for fifteen hundred, all in, he could have had the best seats in the house. I figure Green Bay could get somebody in the box, you know. Yeah, work something no, out. No, that's that's it's, not it's, Kansas City's responsibility. Why would they care? No, that's it's not our responsibility at all. Like, oh, well, here's some. They they bought tickets. Like, here's the tickets that are available. There you go. Enjoy. Yeah. My God, the, and I have sat in those seats. That is a hike. That is a hike. That is yeah. God bless them. All right. Well, just just not good. Not good at all. Yeah, Survivor. <laughs> nothing good man uh buffalo loses dallas loses san francisco lost to colt mccoy rams lose without Derek tennessee without Derek henry um yeah it's it's gonna be fun are the browns now back in it scott browns backer is uh he's taking some victory laps and well deserved he, des- he deserves them they killed cincinnati absolutely yeah because you know you and i were on cincinnati we did our show and we're like eh, i like cincinnati right. some of it was wishful thinking hoping that cincinnati wouldn't completely fall off a cliff yeah. It looks like they're starting to fall off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, they're they may be trying to grab some scrub brush on the way down, but so far that that fall doesn't look. Which good. is what we didn't want to have happen. But when you have a second year quarterback who's played about what a full season in his entire career because he got injured halfway through. Yeah, you have Zach Taylor who's never had any success as a head coach, and you just assume at some point maybe they'll hit the wall. And we were hoping because they're a fun team to watch that they would keep it together. Yep. It seems like Cincinnati might be falling apart. Recently. Yeah, I was worried about that defense. I think the offense is going to be okay, but I was yep. worried about that defense at all. So The, hey, the 99-yard have... pick six didn't help either. Nope. We do have a uh, a gambling hero of the day, Scott, and this is somebody that uh, had a personal uh, – uh, took it as their personal mission to kick my ass. This is one of our premium kick my players. ass too because I had this play on the uh, college football show. Mm-hmm. That's right. Went the wrong way. Let's find out who it was. Who screwed us, Scotty, in today's uh, gambling hero? fine tone right there so scott if you have followed me on my premium picks or if you follow scott as he does his three favorite plays on the college football show you were all over the baylor bears as they take on tcu tcu just fired legendary coach gary patterson after a terrible loss to k-state surely that program is in turmoil there's no way they're going to be up for this game uh have a putting a uh, 
first-time freshman quarterback in there. What could possibly go wrong, Scott? How'd that, how'd that go for us? Tell me how many Baylor won by. I wish that uh, TCU used the other quarterback because they brought in Chandler Morris, who was amazing. There's really no other way to put it. His first career start, he had 461 passing yards. He also had 70 rushing yards, and he had three total touchdowns. TCU won the game outright, but how was Dugan starting for the whole season? This guy's unbelievable. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. You know, what is it? So the, the new coach comes in and says, hey, um, why don't we let this kid play? Yeah, okay, well, let's give it a shot. Oh, fantastic. But I actually wanted to ask you about the Patterson thing because there was a little bit of a wrinkle to that story that I wanted your thoughts on because I've never actually seen it before. Gary Patterson's been around for a long time one of the most influential people in TCU football history, maybe the most influential. Is that a fair statement? Yes. So he ended up getting fired, mutual parting Mm -hmm. of ways, however you want to phrase it. Have you ever seen a coach stay behind after he got fired to help with the game plan for the following week? Because Patterson was allegedly fired, and he stayed around and helped TCU prepare a game plan for Baylor. I think pro bono. I don't. I've never seen that before in my life. Well, it's it's because he wasn't really fired. It was still. A, have you seen mutual... that before? Well, yeah. If you've got a, if you got a situation where they're because uh, is he still going to stay within the organization? Is he going to get? I really don't know. But I found it with... interesting that they basically told him to get lost, and he said, "I'm going to finish what I started." Kept drawing up some notes and some plays on like a playbook. I'm going to help this team win. I've just never seen that before. I found it fascinating. I wonder if they asked him to do it or if he's just like set up in the lobby. <laughs> I got another play here. New coach, new coach looks over and just says, listen, this happened midweek. You think I can start with a fresh slate the following Sunday? Nobody had the heart to call security and just issue him out. Just usher him out of the building. <laughs> are we going to throw him out? He owns the security. What are we going to, are we going to throw him out of the Gary Patterson athletic building? All right. Let's listen to what he has to say. And then he just comes up with a great game plan. Now he's like going to walk out on top. Yeah. Oh, Nathan says, yeah, the game screwed him on his, on his parlay, the Baylor game. Yeah. What the hell? Baylor actually had the lead at halftime. That was pretty much the peak. I think they had a, what, 14, 13 lead or something. But yeah, not enough to cover. Uh, well, Tulane was two weeks ago. Tulsa was this past week. And Tulsa was the one that was even crazier because Cincinnati gets a goal line stand, fumbles at the one yard line on a QB sneak on the first play after, and then has another goal line stand. Insanity. Shout out to Tulsa, by the way. Fourth and goal. Shotgun handoff. Great call. Great job, guys. Great the job. Shot, the shotgun handoff. The shotgun handoff and... by Montgomery. What a <laughs> what such a, a terrible coach, man. He's awful. Fucking bullet in my head, man. Now, I will say, in fairness, Scott, some of these college teams don't run under center at all. They're not used to the snap. They're not used to the timing. I don't know how you don't practice that at least once. I agree, but they don't because they run everything. It's not really out of the shotgun. It's really everybody runs the pistol these days. Nobody's really running a shotgun anymore as far as being, what, four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Everybody's two and a half or so back. So All I know is that I had an idea for the for short yard situations a couple of years ago, and Kyle Shannon, despite him being potentially terrible overall, stole my idea. He put a fullback as quarterback on fourth and inches one time and just snuck it with use check. I don't know why you don't have like a fullback or an offensive lineman mm-hmm. practice snaps and just tell the 300 pound guy, give me three inches. 
I think that Houston, makes more sense. There's a there's a bold call and a call that will win you some money if you are correct. Houston going to beat Cincy in the AAC championship game. I don't hate that. Oh, did you, oh TCU. That's right. The TCU kicked a late field goal. Nathan, you're right. My bad. My bad. That wasn't. I saw 14, 13 late. I forgot TCU kicked a field goal. Well, that was why Baylor hung around because TCU moved the ball down the field. They settled for a bunch of field goals. Yeah. Uh, Ninja's talking about, by the way, hey, hey, Ninja, what's up? Uh, If Matt Nagy come back, uh, Steelers is a better play. So I'm just going to be clear here. I have no opinion on this game at all because that would involve either betting on the Bears or the Steelers. And those are against two of my rules because both those teams are painful. But... I'm not laying seven points with Tomlin. This okay. game has classic Tomlin letdown spot written all over it. I'm not going to touch it. This game might have 30 points total, so I'd lean to the under. But if I'm going to bet on this game, I'll take the points. You? Well, I've, got, I've got a premium on the side. Okay. Um, I, I, I just can't lay seven. I've seen too many no-shows from Tomlin against awful teams. I can't do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just uh, – I'll tell you what. I, I've got – I've got the under. I'm a little worried about this Bears defense that's given up yeah. uh, 75 points basically in the last two games. So Big Ben check down going to save you. Uh, I'm not sure he's checking down or just throwing the ball as far as his arm allows. Either way, I'm saying every scoring drive. They might score. It might just take 12 minutes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that. Let's let's talk a let's talk a little. Uh, yeah. That's and honestly, Tony. See, that's the thing. When you're when you're doing videos every day, now Scott doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a damn. He doesn't give a fuck about about views. But I try to, I try to do the game that the most people are interested in, and sometimes that means putting up a play that I don't. I'm not in love with. So uh, that's probably the case with the with the with the Monday night game. And my argument is that if not enough people are viewing Mississippi Valley State plays, Max that's out. on them. That's on them, man. Like that should be the most viewed play. When you give it out during college basketball season, last I last I saw Ninja Mac was officially out for tonight. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's going to play. Now Zach's asking me about hockey. Hockey's actually been going pretty well in the show uh, with some of my thoughts. But uh, the Panthers against the Rangers tonight. Do I think that the Panthers are going to lose? The truth is the line doesn't make any sense because the Panthers have been really good. The Rangers have completely fallen apart. Uh, you're looking at the blown two goal lead against Vancouver, the ridiculous McDavid goal, and the blown four one lead against Edmonton. Then they get buried by Calgary the following night. Florida's really good. Yeah, money's coming in on the Rangers. I don't really know why. I'm assuming it's because they're going to be using Spencer Knight instead of Bobrovsky. But Knight's been good. Igor should be in net for the Rangers. But if you want to back the line movement, then take the Rangers. I'll be a sucker. I'll take the Panthers. Because the Rangers, after blowing two games that they should have won in overtime, and then getting killed by Calgary by about five, six goals, I got to take the Panthers in that spot at roughly minus 110. Okay. You know, my, my son and I, he was over last night. We were doing some, looking at some um, hockey stuff. And we found the two two profitable parlays so far this season are, uh, of course, the Islanders and the under. Only when Sorokin's in net. But even Because now Varlamov's back. Yeah, Only when talk about in net. Varlamov's terrible performance the other night. But... The other one that's even more profitable is the Panthers in the over. Score a bunch of goals, man. Just giving you a heads up there. I was looking for this St. John's game. Scott, do you have it anywhere? You got a, you got a rotation number on it? Uh, Not yet. It's probably going to be one of the extra games. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming you'll get that at either some point tonight or tomorrow morning. But it's also going to be the first night. 
decent amount of games. The books know they're probably going to take a beating on a couple. I don't even know where you start to price Mississippi Valley State. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Like, what number do you pick? I am uh, looking. T train, yes, the Ranger game is an MSG. There it is. I've got it. Uh, it's it's rotation number three hundred one zero four five. By the way, okay. And there is no number anywhere. Not even five dimes has a number out yet. I'm gonna see if my local has a line. I doubt it. Nope, I got nothing. No five cool. dimes. So, doesn't, if five dimes doesn't have a line, there's no line. That's, yeah, look for it late. The thing about college basketball that's the perks though for these late games. Very true. Fact, by the way, they don't want to release it too soon. Go ahead. Yeah, is the fact that the college football games Presbyterians playing at one or noon so you got to sprint and wake up early these games are at like seven o'clock at night you got time to find lines on these as long as they post it at some point yep the dominator says my shucky ducky quack quack play of the day his son's grizzlies over 226 and a half we gotta have we gotta have dave on the show man yeah that sounds like a nice catchy catchphrase right there but t-train 27 that's a gift that sounds low i'll tell you what if saint john's is less than i'd say 35 I'm taking that because I seriously think with the full court press, they will probably score at least 130 points. I'm, it no, sounds I'm, like an exaggeration. I was going to say 115, but 115, 130, they're going to score a bunch. Yep. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's, we, we like to, we like to chat. We like to, and we, and it gets away from us on, uh, on Monday sometimes. So yeah, let's talk about, so we talked a little bit about hockey, Scott, for uh, for the NBA tonight. What do you what do you got? We've got we do have a bet the farm play coming from the NBA. Spoiler alert: we didn't do one from the football game. So, um, what do you got you're in love with tonight? Besides, well, the one that we're really in love with. You talked about uh, your play of the day is is New Orleans catching. I think a hot take there, yeah, but I I do think that's a bit of a trap spot. I okay. have a hard time trusting Dallas covering huge numbers, so okay. I'll take the division rival getting points there. Uh, we have one other play that we like, so I'm going to save that. How about the rest your, of the card? Your Nets in Chicago. Somebody called, talked about the Nets being pretenders. Somebody said that the Bulls were frauds, and or the Bulls are thought, frauds, right. and that they thought the Nets alternative line minus five was a good play. The issue I have there is the fact that it's a back to back. They're flying from Canada. It's a terrible travel spot. So you're you're going from Canada and Toronto, obviously, to Chicago now. Chicago didn't play yesterday. Chicago's a solid team. The Nets have been playing well lately. But I do think the travel spot is pretty brutal. If I liked the Nets, I would take the first half. For the overall game, I'm going to lean to the Bulls. I'm not going to play the full game. But I am concerned with the potential jet lag spot. You? Yeah, I don't. uh, The Brooklyn team has been kind of uh, hard to get a... uh... Kind of hard to get a, a a beat on. It looks like Harden's finally starting to play a little bit better. Durant's uh, probably the MVP right now, so yeah, he's been great. And uh, Harden's getting to the line more often. I think that's made. I think that's made a huge difference. I can't get over the spot though. There's some travel spots which aren't awful. You're going from one California team to another California team. Right. You're going from like Utah to California, Orlando to Miami. You're going from Canada. Like, that, just... That's not exactly an ideal spot for a back to back. Toronto's not that far though. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's still Toronto, Chicago, back-to-back. You know, it's not yeah. exactly an ideal travel spot. I agree. Uh, Nathan's saying it could be a uh, uh, could be a, could be a throwaway line. Yeah. As a Nets fan, it would not surprise me if they just end up tossing this game. But I think if they're going to compete, the first half, I don't mind. I'll tell you one I do like. Uh, I think Charlotte's been exposed a little bit on this road trip. Uh, I'll lay the number with the Lakers there. I can't touch any of those teams, man. I faded Charlotte as my play today yesterday. I had the Clippers. Shout out to them, by the way, 22-0 run in the fourth quarter to help me out. But the Lakers, 
Oh my God, Westbrook's terrible. Oh, yeah. Did he go not, one he, for thirteen last game? Yeah, he's really gonna he's really gonna have to step up with with. Uh, he's terrible. Davis left LeBron the game out. early against Portland because he got injured again. Shocker. LeBron's still not playing. Yeah. I can't bet the Lakers or the Hornets in that game. I find the total fascinating because the Hornets can't guard anybody. Right. But who do the Lakers have? Yeah, it seems a little hot. That seems that seems that number seems high. It does, but I'm kind of interested in maybe taking a live play on that. You might see an up tempo first quarter and then it'll slow down, but I can't take the Lakers on current form. You're getting blown out by thirty against the against Portland in the first half. I, yeah. I can't. The Lakers are awful. Lawrence Lawrence Anthony says he likes the under two two twenty seven and uh, yeah keep on that because I've got two twenty seven and a half across the board so keep an eye on that because the line's going the other way you might be able to catch two twenty eight by game time. Um, I understand your angle with the back to back though on Charlotte because it's not a great spot. They were in the Staples Center though, so there's no travel involved. Right, right. But I just can't lay points with the Lakers right now. I, I can't do it at no. least until LeBron comes back. Well, you and, and Nathan's on that too. He says he's got he's got to trust the Hornets so. Um, according to Ken Palm, St. John's about a 43 point favorite. That sounds like what it should be. I think it'll be in the thirties, but I think that you're looking at what it was last year for reference. Illinois, Illinois was laying, I think it was 37 and a half against Chicago state. Illinois was a top like 10, 15 team. Yeah. St. John's is probably laying around 30 if, if I had to guess, and I'm, I'll definitely lay it. It's like the numbers finally caught up with this Denver team who's been pretty much an under machine. They they finally got it down to like 204 and a half. So I think, uh, which had been a pretty good play lately for us. I think I think that Denver game may be unplayable as far as the total goes. It's either under or pass, but I can't do it. Yeah. It's really tough to take an over because Denver struggled offensively against Houston right. over the weekend. But Miami really seems to play well when they go more up-tempo. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Celtics were able to beat them because the game turned completely into a half court setting yeah. and Boston just outplayed them. But if Miami's able to actually get up and run a little bit, I know Lowry had a triple double over the weekend, but if they're able to run a little bit, they do well. So I do kind of think that this game should be close. I like Miami. Anyway, we mentioned during the off season that with Murray out, you're going to need Michael Porter Jr. to step up, and he's been terrible. Yeah, he has been. He has been awful, and he's hurt. He's he's out. Of, he's out for this one. He is, yeah, he's, he's, he's been. I'm saying either well. whether he plays or not, he's been he's been terrible anyway. It's as if he's he hasn't been playing. He's been a complete non-fact. Yep. Brandon Wilhelm's uh talked about the uh, once we talked about the Monday Night Football game. Uh, I've got a premium on it. You like you like the Bears and the points there. I think if we, I had to play a side, I'm taking the Bears, whatever. But if you're betting on the game from a side perspective, I'm rooting for you. Okay. All right. And I, I've got a pretty good angle on the side, but uh, we both like the under. We both lean lean under in that one. I've got my play of the day is on the under. Mm. It's impossible to take a, a an over with this Bears offense right now. I just can't I saw it. Big Ben interception, I think, was like minus 110 or plus 110. I know he's gone a couple weeks without it. Yeah. But Big Ben's always going to do something stupid. I don't mind a prop on Justin Fields rushing yards. Because they did yep. get him out a little bit more against San Francisco, and he looked better. Yep. But if you think he's going to run for his life the entire game, which is very well going to be the case, he might pick up some scrambles there. Marco Relegato, uh, Regalato had uh, UTSA. Um, very good. That's, that's a good football team. Right UTSA there. did what I hoped Florida Atlantic would do to UTEP the week prior. Yep. And they looked good. it looked that way for about three and a half quarters, and it didn't work out. Yeah, good point. Uh, 
I don't know what you were watching the old players, watching the Bills against the Jags, or watching old players with the rocking chairs in the locker room. The Lakers got no shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, anything else from the NBA card get you? Uh, for the most part, no. I feel like that's everything besides the one game we're saving. Okay, well, let's do it. Speaking of the one game we're saving, let's get to it. Let's uh, find out what it is, Scott. We've put our heads together. We've come up with our favorite play of the day. Guys, if you had to take all your chips and put them all in the middle, bet that NFL game. No, I'm kidding. Bet this one. It's time once again for, you know the drill. It's bet the farm, baby. All right, Scott, we did have a bet the farm play for Friday. How did that end up going? We gave out the Warriors minus nine against the Pelicans, and they came out to play because they won by 20 plus. Yeehaw! All right, there you go. That was a bet the farm winner. So we're going to keep it rolling. Who is it? I don't even know. Is it me or you? It's me. Okay. Take it, take it from the top, sir. So yes, there's one ga- Thanks, R. Rivera. Uh, there's one game that people want us to talk about, and we were saving it, obviously. We're taking the Knicks. Knicks minus two at minus 110 on BetMGM. The Sixers have been good this season. The issue is nobody is playing. Nobody. You have no Joel Embiid, which no. might be enough. But, you know, you still got Tobias Harris. No, wait a second. I heard Harris is not going to play either. Oh, get him out of here. At least you have a great defensive team. Absolutely. You got Tybal there. Oh, wait a second. Tybal's not playing either. Get him out. Uh, I heard Danny Green's questionable. Yeah, they kind of seem to be benching or resting everybody for this game. And with Embiid in protocol, I am kind of curious how many other guys might be put in protocol over the next couple of days. So that might be a bit of an issue. But the Knicks, they had a bad performance against the uh, Cavaliers yesterday. Rubio dropped 37 and 10, which was nuts. Marco uh, Thibodeau, Rubio? Uh, no, not quite. Ricky Rubio. Oh. But uh, Thibodeau cursed out the team. Uh, the defense has to be better. I think the Knicks have a better performance against a depleted Sixers team. Give me the Knicks minus two. All right. Very good. Very good. That is going to be our bet the farm play. One last thing, Scott. Uh, Jordan Poole, player prop. Took him to score at least 25 at plus 375. How do you feel about that? Uh, 25 is a lot, but... Uh, he's been shooting the ball well i think he, i think he'd be better off parlaying uh points with three pointers made because if he's going to get the 25 he's going to hit at least six seven threes there you go uh t train says he might throw kim a bone tonight god i hope that's his wife that's all that's all i care about okay all right guys thank you hey, thanks for joining us man it's been a it's been a fun it's been a fun day monday we appreciate it sorry if we went a little bit long thanks for spending your day with us again as all rivera said don't forget to smash that like button don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't done so already you can find us every day right here, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, on heading back to the window with Scott and Scott. You guys have a great day. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Hope you hit every play on the board tonight, guys. Have a great day, and uh, you know what? We'll just see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.